0: everyone and welcome welcome to ask the experts podcast with alka and we are grateful we are grateful to have each and every one because you want to come back to listen learn and grow and this show this show is for you to be inspired this show is for you so that we bring up-to-date knowledge and current information so that it's going to help you and your family truly leverage what is happening in the economy, truly leverage what is happening right now in the market so that you have up-to-date knowledge, current knowledge right now so that you have the confidence, the understanding and the knowledge to go and make success and leverage the economy right now. So today what I want to talk about, I want to talk about everything real estate because real estate is what I am passionate about as a real estate investor and today I want to talk about if you are looking to getting into real estate Okay, if you're looking to get into real estate investing, what do you need to do? What do you need to know so that you are successful on your real estate journey? So let's take a look at these 11 points that I want to share with you, 11 tips that's truly going to help you to Create success for you and your family right now. So, if you're looking to get started in investing in real estate, and oftentimes we may be dissatisfied in our nine to five, and I know I truly was dissatisfied and I was in corporate. And I worked as a buyer in the fashion industry. Now it was glamorous, don't get me wrong. I loved my job. But I did not, I was getting dissatisfied because it was compromising on my health. And I began to put on weight. And so there was no point for all of us to create the wealth when we are compromising on our health. And so, Before I decide to quit my 9-to-5, I was planning how my life was going to look, what the lifestyle was going to look and before you decide to quit your 9-to-5, I want you to plan. Don't quit your job straight away today, I want you to plan. Plan how your life is going to look. So reverse engineer how your life is going to look, what your lifestyle is going to look like. And based on those goals that you have, then slowly, slowly you can leave your nine to five job. And so point number one, what do you need to do getting started in real estate? Well, you need to determine your goals. And these goals, uh, it's not, I want to have, I want to grow my investment. No, it's got to be specific. So you need to be specific. And what did I do? Well, when I got started, the goals that I set for myself, I was doing, I set the SMART goals. So these are specific, measurable, attainable relative and timed so smart is the acronym that I want you to start to doing because smart goals will help you to truly understand and you will have a crystallized picture of what you want so so say for example the I give an example when you're doing the smart goals so say example in the first two years of buying, You know, positive cash flow in your properties of say 500 a month. Okay, so now you are specific of how much cash flow, how much you know, passive income is coming in from your tenants. You are 500 a month or 3000 a month, so you want to be specific how much you want to charge the rent. And so when you can have a crystallized picture and always date and, you know, the month, the year so that you are now crystal, you are having a crystallized picture of what your goals look like. And when you set SMART goals, this truly is going to change everything for you because I, I, this is what I did. So I know it truly does work. And also, what you can do when you're when you're looking at goals, you can determine, you know, what is the niche that you're going to be looking at. And when you're starting out in real estate, the fastest way to get started is in in properties is wholesale, because what happens in wholesale is that you're looking, you're finding properties that are under market value. And so if you don't want to be active in finding properties, that's okay. You can always assign a buyer that is going to look for properties under market value. And what happens in wholesale is you don't make money. It's not your property. You don't own the property. But you will start to make money once the final contract has been put into place, then you can start to earn passive. You can start to earn money. So initially, this is the best way because now you are leveraging on a third party to look for properties for you. So that is point number one. You want to determine your goals. What What is your goal? How are you going to get started? What What is your means to get started? So starting by... Uh, having SMART goals, the acronym, is going to be a game changer. Point number two. So you have to, if you have little knowledge, it's okay because it's not possible to always, you know, have an agent that maybe has not explained to you. And, you know, you can always learn about, the realities of investment and what you can do is of course you know when it comes to what's the fastest way how you're learning and it's always possible you can learn from a real a realtor they can always find properties for you on the MLS but apart from that what you can do is when you have an investment property is called prehabbing. And what is prehabbing? Prehabbing simply means that is you are required to have minimal upgrades on the home. So and essentially what you are doing, you are an enhancing the property just enough to enable other investors or buyers who are visually going to be looking at the property online. So, what are you doing? So, initially, you are just doing like on the interior, the on interior of the house, for example. You are just sort of having like a fresh coat of paint. If the paint was dull, you are just enhancing. You are just applying a fresh coat of paint, white, because white is inviting, and this is truly gonna be you know, truly going to make a difference for buyers to, who are looking online. So you are just enhancing, just having a fresh coat of paint on the interior of the house, on the appliances, you're just upgrading the appliances. And also on the outside, you are going to improve um, so that your property has curbside appeal. So you are going to remove trash the debris. If there's cracks on the walls outside, you are just going to, you know, touch on the paint and fix the cracks. So when buyers are actually walking up the driveway, your property has a curbside appeal, Uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful um, manicured um, lawns, you know, the landscape is gorgeous. Uh, because I know if I was going to look for a property, and it's, the property is absolutely beautiful, it's gorgeous with beautiful manicured lawns, uh, the landscaping is gorgeous, I will buy. And I'm sure you would too. So you wanna make sure that your property has curbside appeal, because that's the first thing people are buyers are gonna be interested. Before they look at your house, your house on the inside may or may not be good, but if the house on the exterior is not appealing, buyers will not buy they will not be interested so this is actually what prehabbing is you're just doing minimal upgrades you're just enhancing on the property point number three you want to be familiar with the markets now market trends this plays an important role and before you need to get to know the housing market real estate as we know is very cyclical and in nature because of the demand and supply that is impacted by the economic trends so i bought my property my first actually first investment property in 20 in 2020 so 2 years ago i bought my property and it was a single family and i have you know it's a rental property and i've rented out two tenants, which which they moved in three weeks ago. And they provide me, you know, great, um, in, you know, the cash that they provide, you know, three grand. So I looked, so every year, I'm looking to increase on the rent. And you can do so, incre- you can rent every year. Now, I decided when I bought my investment property, I did my market research. I did you know, the the um, geographic of the tenants I was looking for. I did the research on the neighborhood, the area, and right now my property is accessible, has amenities, has a shopping mall, has a subway station, that my tenants, if they don't have public transportation, they can walk to the grocery store, they can walk to the mall, they can walk to the subway station. So you want to make sure that when you do your market research, you have amenities around that's accessible to your tenants. And you never want to go without, um, you know, having the tenants, you know, walk a long distance. So you want to make sure that your tenants are really cared for. And I make sure that I do everything for my tenants. I, you know, there's a Wi-Fi uh, that's down. If there's, you know, toilet, sewage issue, I make sure that I have contractors available who can go and take care of the issues. So my tenants can call me anytime you know, they're more accessible to me. Uh, So in this way, when I know there's an issue, I can always have someone going to the property. And so you want to make sure that your tenants needs are always at the first and forefront. So be familiar with the market, get to know your neighborhood, get to know the area, get to know uh, what your tenants would want. And so this is so important. And this goes in hand with point number, uh, which is REITs, which is stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. And so, just like. Just like wholesaling, real estate investment trust. Basically, what this is so, say for example, you want you want you're buying stocks now, you may assign a stockbroker. So, REITs is the same thing, you're investing in a company, you're hiring a company that's a third party that's gonna buy properties for you, they're gonna act on your behalf to find properties if you don't want to be active in finding properties. REITs is actually the best way, too. It's actually the best way because you are leveraging a third party and you are creating and building on the passive income. So, this is so good. REITs is actually one of my favorites that truly is going to make a huge difference. And, point number four is you want to get to know your target audience. Who is your audience? I mean, you can buy investment properties, but you can get when you do get started. But is best to know who is your audience that you wanna you wanna target. So, for example, are you gonna be target students? Are you gonna be starting? targeting families? Once you know your target audience, you know knowing your knowing your demographics is is important because now. Uh, You know, you can work with a real estate agent who can go on the MLS and they can find, uh, you know, those tenants for you. They can screen your tenants. So when you're looking for your target audience, whether it's family or students, you want to screen your tenants. And this is very important. And when you begin to choose the target audience, when you can begin to screen your tenants, they can they will look after your property they will look after your property like it's theirs they will pay you on time and I know like you know and I'll give an example when my former tenants left and this is why it's important that you maintain your property so when my former tenants left they were they were great initially when I when I screened them and when they first moved in but when their lease ran out, and so they moved out. They left my property in a mess. They damaged the stove. They damaged the, the you know ceiling, was like up in smoke, up on the ceiling, on the cupboards. And it took time for me to get a cleaner. They came in three times to clean because the property was in a mess. And I want you, this is what I'm sharing with you so that when you screen tenants, you have tenants, but you want to be as a landlord, you want to be going to the property throughout the leasing period, checking in, how are your tenants doing, checking in on the outside of the property, the exterior, the interior, making sure that everything is fine to your liking how they have left, how they are leaving the property and what, you know. So once you can, once you are going in frequently throughout the their leasing period, then you are, you know, okay. So when you look at your target audience, are you looking for students, families, professionals? Uh, because, you know, professionals, they are looking, they are choosing condominiums or apartments that are near to urban area, which is proximity to the office. And so knowing your demographics, you can help. You can help your tenants choosing the right properties, apartment, condominiums, homes. You can truly better able to suit their needs. And point number four, rental properties. As I said, I have a rental property, single family, and rental properties is a great way because it provides cash flow, easy cash flow. That and if you have your property and you have it for a long period of time is building equity, which is so important. You want to hold on to a property because it's increasing in equity, appreciating in value. So rental property is my is my niche. That's my niche market and I love it because it provides me cash flow, um, increases my property in equity, is building equity and is appreciating in value over time. And point number five, you want to choose the right locations. As the old adage goes, location, location, location. Yes, location. Because if you choose a property that's in the right location, prime area, prime location, your property is going to go up in cash flow. It's going to increase in cash flow, appreciate in value, appreciate in cap rates. And it's going to appreciate... So having the right uh, location, determining the right location, the right location uh, which area, if it's in a right area, the area which has huge potential, huge potentials for the amenities, for example, the schools, good schools, you know, it's in a good neighborhood, then the, you know, the, the employment rate is low. So for a family who's, if you're catering for a family, they want low employment rate, they want good schools, amenities to the shopping mall, etc. So a right location, um, you know, is truly going to make a huge difference and the investment uh, for your property is going to thrive. Okay, so choosing a right location, good area, good neighborhood that your property is going to thrive, is going to appreciate in value, it's going to appreciate in cash flow and appreciate in cap rates. And point number six, and so also relating to point number five before I go to point number six, um, how you can get started also is you can identify the home that sold under under the market value. So, doing comparables, so when you're choosing for the right location, also you you can identify also the homes that are sold under market values that would need some rehab or, you know, renovation. So, once this is done, investors, you know, you can renovate the property and sold And sell it for profit. So what this is gonna happen is that investors they will investors will wanna know that, you know, how much you have spent on the renovations, how much you have done the renovations, and so if you're flipping On a home, for example, you want to make sure that you don't want to spend too much on the renovations because then when you list the property back on the market, you are not going to make profit because you spent so much on the renovations. So that's why you want to budgetize. You want to budget, you know, when you're looking to flip. Uh, So you don't want to make uh, any kind, you know, when on the project, you don't want to make, you you know that's a risk actually that you do have that when you're not looking uh, for the market conditions are not right. You know you can't sell it like buy and sell. So you want like buy buy and sell, buy low, buy high and sell low. So in this is the right way too that in an, in the economy you will always want to make sure that how the economy is faring, how does the economy look? Is it the right time for you to sell? Because if you're going to sell on a market that's on a downturn, you are going to lose on your investment. And so it's very important to have an experienced partner, experienced person, having a realtor, for example, who will tell you. And I can share with you, when I bought my second investment property, I went, first of all, I went over my budget It was 2 million four five. And I went over my budget. But what happened? I wanted to sell the property straight away. And my realtor told me she was gonna look until how the market was moving. If it was favorable, we would sell it. If it was not favorable, we were not gonna sell it. And we didn't sell. And I did not sell. I sold my property this year in June. So you want to make sure how the markets are moving before you do decide to sell on the investment. So coming to point number six, finding the property. Now, finding the property, it doesn't need to um, be too stressful. But what you do need to know is that the finding of property, it needs to have appreciation, it needs to have the potential. So you want to look for a property where there's under market market value of the property. What you want to know is you want to know the demographics. You want to know the demographics. You want to know the data, for example. The data could be what you need to know about that property is the NOI, the net operating income, the GSI, what is your exit strategy when you bought the investment property? What do you plan to do with it? Do you plan to uh, keep the property, renovate, rehab, and then to sell back on the market for profit? Or do you, what do you wish to do? So you need to know your exit strategy. And when you can have a strategy that is concrete, this will now better be able, you will be better able to really have a success in the real estate industry and have a success in your journey because you know when when i got into real estate i had to learn the ropes i had to learn and i have a mentor a mentor is also a great guide who can you know fast track you to your success And they need to be aligned, if you find a mentor, they need to be aligned with your vision, your goals and what are you expecting, what are you expecting to achieve out of your real estate journey. So these are my eight points that I have shared with you today that you can truly leverage, you can truly learn to really navigate and implement to your real estate investment journey. So the takeaways today, what I covered was that real estate is a great way to build equity in an investment. It builds equity, appreciates in value over a period of time. Real estate is a stable investment for you and your family and it provides a great source of passive income. So friends, these are my points that I wanted to share with you today as you begin your journey into real estate investment. So this is a guide how you can truly navigate and how real estate be a success for you and your family and living the life of success, of financial freedom, because we all deserve financial freedom, we're all desiring to quit our nine-to-five, to living the lifestyle that we want, and this truly Real estate, in my humble opinion, is the best vehicle. I don't know of any other vehicle that provides financial freedom. So for me, it is real estate. And I'm sharing this with you so that you can have the knowledge, the understanding and the confidence to go out and make a success for you and your family to make a great success. So stay tuned for more As The Experts podcast with Alka. We appreciate you. We value you. We hope to see you back each and every week so that we can employ so much knowledge to you and me and my team value and appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you and bye for now.